0: Hello, and welcome to the Healthcare Leadership Mindset. I'm your host, Yolanda Gonzalez, former Administrative Fellow and current Administrative Director at Mass General Hospital, located in Boston, Massachusetts. I invite you to join me as I engage with leaders in various roles across the healthcare field to gain real life insights into their work challenges, the skills that have helped them succeed, and advice on how to get started if this is a path for you. So what are you waiting for? Let's start the journey today. Today's topic is focused on the job interview process. What happens when you land that job interview? What next? This question has been posed to me via social media. I actually was on a panel earlier this week that addressed this very topic. So I really wanted to dedicate an episode to talk about my personal experience, both as an interviewee and as an interviewer and share some of the insights that I've learned. My hope for you today is that you're able to take away some of these pieces of advice and apply them, especially if you are going through the interview process currently. So first off, congratulations, you have the job interview. The recruiter has identified that you have the skills on paper that align with the job. So have confidence in that going into the interview process. There are certainly several things that i know that candidates do that really do help them stand out in an interview and the first thing is one that you've more than likely heard before and it is doing your research there are so many resources out there where you can learn about the company or the role that you are applying to whether that's the company website their social media links any news articles it's really important that you go and you find out the company's history what is the organization known for what is their mission their values if you know someone who's within the organization definitely see if they're open to an informational interview depending on your comfort level with that individual and asking them, what's it like to work at this company? What do you like best about it? What are some current initiatives that are going on? Are there any resources that you can point me to to learn more? Utilizing that network, if you have it available to you, is something you should definitely do. Once you find the current initiatives that the organization is working on, find one that really resonates with you and make sure to highlight how you reflect that back to the organization and how you can help advance that initiative. That not only shows that you know what's currently going on within the organization, but it also gives you an opportunity to show the employer how you can bring value to the organization. One of the questions that you're guaranteed to be asked is, why do you want to work for us? Why our department? Why our company. And this research will really help you draw back on those initiatives and highlight what drew you to the role to begin with. The candidates that stand out are the ones that have done their research. And I'll give you a real life example. I recently interviewed a physician for a role within one of my divisions. In this division, we are doing a lot of expansion work. We are growing a lot. And This physician had clearly done her research. She knew we were growing. She knew what areas we were expanding in. And better yet, she had personal experience where she had done this in her current role. So in her interview, she spoke about the lessons that she had learned and the skill sets that she had that she could use in this current role if she were to be selected. And not only that, she also drew upon results that she had shown in her previous role. Now, I know some of you are thinking, they have tons of years of experience. What happens if I don't have that much? Luckily, you don't need a ton of experience to answer this question either. Once you know what the company values, you can go and do research to see what other organizations are doing. And that's something that you can present in that answer. It shows initiative, it shows interest, it shows someone who's forward thinking and that's the kind of person people wanna have on their teams. So great, what happens after you do your research? Make sure that you read the job description and you come prepared. I know a lot of organizations are still doing Zoom or Skype or some type of virtual interviews. So first and foremost, make sure you're somewhere that has great internet connection and make sure all your items are charged. The last thing you want is your phone or your computer dying out in the middle of an interview. So making sure all those things are set will certainly give you a peace of mind. Next, have your resume and your cover letter handy. And usually what I also like to do is have just a summary sheet with some quick bullet points about the job that I'm interviewing for, the skills that I wanna make sure I highlight within the interview, and also what questions I want to ask at the end. No matter what, you'll always want to make sure that you ask questions at the end of the interview because it shows that you were engaged. It shows that you're prepared and it shows that you're genuinely interested in wanting to learn more about the position. So whatever you do, make sure that you have all those things squared away when you are in your interview. Again, every interview is formatted in a different way depending on where you're interviewing at, but the questions that you can guarantee will be asked are the tell me about yourself question. Why? our organization why our role one of the underlying questions that the interviewer is trying to answer is why should they hire you and a lot of times that first question this tell me about yourself is a great opportunity for you to emphasize why it seems like such a simple statement tell me about yourself but the candidates that stand out to me have taken the time to identify What led them into their respective field to begin with? So let's take healthcare administration for example. What got them passionate about healthcare in the first place? And they'll clearly emphasize why this role that they're applying to is the next step for them in their pathway. Having a very clear story is so important. An individual that I interviewed on this podcast, Kenneth Rates, really said something that resonated with me, and it's don't discount your personal experiences. A lot of times, experience doesn't necessarily always come from working paid roles that you've held prior. Take a look at your resume, take a look at your personal life experiences. Have you volunteered and what did you do as part of that volunteer work? Were you active in your school, in your community, in your church? There are so many ways for you to be involved and be engaged and use some of those outside work experiences to really show your skills and show your passions. After the job interview... One of the things you definitely want to do 24 to 48 hours after each interview is to send a thank you note to the individuals that you interviewed with. I can tell you from experience that not everyone sends a thank you, so by just doing a simple act, it really does go a long way. If you do end up being selected to go further into the interview process, you definitely will be asked for references, so make sure you have that list handy. In that you reach out to them ahead of time, letting them know that you've applied to this role and make sure to ask their permission to list them as a reference. The last thing you want is a potential employer contacting your reference and having your reference have absolutely no idea why they are being contacted. Oftentimes the job will have criteria around who can serve as a recommender, but no matter what you're going to want to select someone who not only can talk about your strengths, your personal and professional qualities, but they can also talk about how your skills and talents will make you the ideal candidate for the position. I know in the past I have asked my direct supervisors, I've asked professors before, or former colleagues, and that's why I always emphasize it's so important to not only make relationships within the workplace settings but build and keep up with those relationships so now that the interview process is over and you're sitting there thinking what could i have done better or what can i do to improve the next time i have an interview come around i do want to share a couple tips and some of the reflections that i go through anytime i go through this process Have you ever had that feeling after a job interview where you wish you would have answered a question in a certain way? Because I know that I have had that feeling. And one of the things that I have done as a result of that is to keep a running list of questions that I've been asked and write down a quick summary of how I wish I would have answered that question. I can guarantee you that oftentimes these questions will come up again in future interviews it is so helpful to go back to that paper and review it prior to going into an interview. That's not to say that you need a standard approach for each question, but you can certainly already take something that you've written and modify it based on the role or organization that you are applying to. So if you haven't started a list, that may be something that you want to consider. When reflecting back on the previous interviews that I have gone on, I've had experiences where I have read a job description, was interested in the role, and then I got to the interview and realized that it wasn't a good fit. And that's completely okay. Part of this process is to realize that you're also interviewing the organization and learning whether that's going to be a place where you can grow and succeed and that you are a good cultural fit for as well. And if it's not, that's okay because there's another place that will be. Some of the key things that I look for when I'm applying for roles is looking at the support that's provided to me. A lot of times that can come in the form of your boss or the people that you're going to be working with. Having that to me has been so important because if I know that I have for example, a boss that is very supportive of me, they will grow me. The job description may not have everything at that moment that I may want, but at some point later on, I know that I can reach out to this person, let them know how I would like to grow, and that that's something that they will take into consideration. And so when you're going through the interview process, some of the questions that you can ask are how does support and mentorship look like this could take the form of trainings it could take the form of check-ins with your supervisor to make sure you're being supported and growing in the way that you need to be there are plenty of other opportunities conferences these are all really good things to look for and no matter the outcome a piece of advice that i have for you throughout this process is getting to know yourself well. Please take the time to reflect on those experiences that you've had and recognize what you like and what you didn't like. So that way when you go into an interview, you know what to ask and you know what to look for to find out if that is a role that's going to help you grow and to help you succeed. But no matter what, know that you are going to end up exactly in the position where you need to be in. Trust me, I have been rejected from positions several times, and each one of them ultimately just leads you where you're supposed to go. Use each experience as a way to continue practicing and building up your interview skills. It's never something, no matter where you are in your career, it's always something that you should be working to maintain. And with that, I just want to say thank you again for listening to this episode. Please, please continue reaching out to me. It's so fun and so great interacting with you all and really getting an idea of how I can tailor these episodes to help you wherever you're at so thank you and I hope you have a great week